Grace to you and peace in the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. As I said kind of at the beginning of worship today, I know of no other story in the Bible that fills me with more internal tension and palpable anxiety than does the story that we have told for us today in the book of Genesis. That God would direct Abraham to kill his only son Isaac, whom he loved, as evidence of his love for God, is simply inconceivable to me. It pains me to see my children in pain. And to be the source of that pain is a very difficult thing to assimilate and to reconcile in one's own mind. I never understood as a young boy when I had to head into the study to get my spanking for whatever it was I had done that day. When my dad would say to me, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And I always thought, I don't think my rear end is that hard that it's going to hurt your hand that bad. But having been a parent for some 31 years now, I totally understand what he meant. The last thing that we as parents want to do is to cause our children pain. And that's why proper discipline of our children is so difficult. It's so hard to carry it out because we don't want to see them in pain nor be the ones to cause them pain. Even when that pain is necessary to help them and to grow them. That's why we call it tough love. But what God asked of Abraham makes us see that term tough love in a whole new perspective. Because you see, God wasn't asking Abraham to to sacrifice Isaac as a growing experience for Isaac. But as a show of loving obedience from Abraham. This was not being done to benefit Isaac. It was being done to test Abraham. And so if you want to talk about tough love, you know, forget about talking about spanking your toddler or grounding your teenager or even making your adult children bear the consequences of their foolish choices and their bad decisions. Let's talk about how tough it would be to love God so much that you would willingly take the life of your child to obey Him. That seems extreme. Seems rather beyond reason. And yet Jesus Himself said that anyone who loves his son or daughter more than him was not worthy of him. 
he also said that to love God is to obey God. And to obey God is to love God. And finally, Jesus also said that he had not come to bring peace, but a sword. To turn a man against his father and a daughter against her mother. And thus, in light of Jesus' words, perhaps what God asked of Abraham was not really that far-fetched. It is difficult, if not impossible, to be sure, though. I don't think I could do it. I hate to say that, and God forgive me, but I don't think my love for God would result in that level of obedience. I could much more readily and easily demonstrate my faith in God and my love for God by letting someone throw me into a den of hungry lions or into a fiery furnace or to go and fight a mighty warrior than what God asked of Abraham. And yet in loving obedience to God, without hesitation, without resistance, without any debate, Abraham set out to do what God had told him to do. I am awed by Abraham's faith. And I am humbled by his love. God had told Abraham to leave his country, his people, his home, and to move to an entirely new land that God was going to show him. And Abraham went. God told a very old Abram that he would bless him with descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And Abram believed him. God told Abram to go and to offer up his son as a burnt offering to God. And Abram set out early the next morning to obey God's word. God has directed us to do things far less costly and far less difficult than what he directed Abraham to do. Things like forgive those who sin against us. Be reconciled to others. Be people of integrity who let our yes be yes and our no be no. Give to anyone who asks us. Love our enemies. Lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven instead of here on earth. And yet we fail at every one of them. I cannot even fathom the depth of one's love to be obedient to the extreme of sacrificing one's own child. 
And yet that's what Abraham was willing to do. But more than that, that's what God himself did do to save us from the penalty of our sin. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son whom he loved to die as the payment for our sin. The Apostle John wrote this in his first epistle. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. You know, Jesus could have very easily walked away from the cross. If you remember the story, he was tempted to in Gethsemane. But in loving obedience to his father, he completed the task his father had sent him to do. He died on a cross and he rose from the dead to forgive us and to claim us for heaven. In His sacrificial death on the cross and victorious resurrection from the grave, He demonstrated both His loving obedience to His Father and His loving service to us. You know, I think too often we like to separate those things. We like to separate our love for God from our obedience to God. But Jesus' words and life won't let us do that. To love God is to obey Him. And thus, Abraham demonstrated the depth of his love for God by his faithful and willing obedience to go where God called him to go and to do what God called him to do. Regardless of the cost. And in so doing, he honored the first and the greatest commandment, a commandment which hadn't even been given yet, which is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. May we who have been called to faith through the blood-bought forgiveness of Jesus never give God any less but always seek to demonstrate our love for God by our obedience to Him also. In the name of Jesus Christ, our living Lord and Savior. Amen.